Bokatov, today's daf is daf Kuf Yud Ches in Babakama. The last but one daf, as we learned for Achenu Kobes Yisrael and Sun Batzar Vashibya, says the Mishnah, the third Mishnah on the page, near the bottom. That's where we left up yesterday. Go to Clemenate. Listen very carefully. This is a complicated case. If somebody have a, a gun of a robber, who uh, uh, a thief, who steals a, uh, a, a lamb, let's say, from the flock, he returned it. He returned it. He took it, he stole it, then he returned it. And then afterwards, the animal died or was stolen again. Once he stole it, he's responsible for it. He's responsible in, in, you know, to take care of it, and he's responsible to pay for it. Okay. Now, that means that he's responsible, presumably, because he's got to let the owner know, I took it. If he says to the owner, I took it and I'm returning it now, okay, right? But if he took it and he just returned it and without letting the owner know, right? The owner didn't, he didn't know. He, turned, he returned it, he put it back in the flock and the owner didn't know, then he's still responsible for it. That's not considered returning because if he stole it, it's not considered a proper hashava. Once he stole it, the Chigam Rashi says, once he stole it, it's in his possession and he didn't do a proper hashava until you let the guy know that I returned it to you. Listen carefully. Let's say the owner did not know that it was stolen. The owner didn't know it was stolen. And now we have another phrase. He counted. Let's say he says he knows he had 50 sheep. He had 50 lambs in there, 50 sheep. And the owner goes and every so often he counts it. The owner did not know that the Ghanav stole one, but he counted it. And he saw they were all there. It was so all 50 are there. Then the Ghanav is potter. In other words, if the owner knew that it was stolen, did not know that it was returned. Okay, then the the Ghanif is uh, responsible for it. Until then, even if he returned, he said, "Oh, I returned it." Yeah, but I didn't know that. Okay. Now, uh, if he counted it, then it's okay. Now, there's four ways to learn shot in this mission. Very complicated. Let's look at the Gemara. Amarav. Rav is the simplest way. Rav says, "Ladas, if the owner knew that it was stolen, das, then you have to let him know that it was returned. Ladas, das. He knew it was stolen." You have to let him know that it was returned. If you didn't let him know that it was returned, then uh, you know it doesn't make any difference. He's, you're still responsible. Shalolodas, if he didn't know that it was stolen, he didn't know it was stolen. Minyan Potter, then he and he counted it. The owner every so often, let's say Mondays and Thursday, he counts his sheep. You know, after laning, he goes and counts the sheep. He counts the sheep okay. on Tuesday. The kind of stole it, returned it on Wednesday. The owner never knew. And on Thursday, he counted it again. He counted there were 50 on Monday. There were 50 on Thursday. No problem. That's how Rav learns the Mishnah. Ladas, if he knew that it was stolen, then it's not enough just to give it back. I knew it was, I knew it was stolen. You know, I knew it was missing. You didn't tell you, you know, I found out that it was that it was missing. Then you have to, you, it's not considered a proper refund, a proper return, unless you let me know. If I didn't know at all, I didn't, and I counted them Monday and Thursday, same amount, then it's fine. Then the Ganif is off the hook. That's how Rosh, that's how Rav was. When the end of the Mishnah says, again, Mishnah is like three parts. The Mishnah says, if you steal it and you return it and you didn't let the guy know, you're still responsible. You're the Ganif, you're the thief, you're, you're, you're still responsible. If the owner didn't know anything, the owner didn't know anything, and he counted him, then it's okay. That's the third phrase, then he's putter. Okay, so that's Amara. So again, Amara from the Gemara Ladas Das. If if the owner knew that it was stolen, he had, you have to let him know that it wasn't. Shalodas, if he didn't know it was stolen, then counting it is enough. That's considered a good Ashava because the owner didn't know anything. He's 
you know, uh, what's what's the phrase? Uh, he's, uh, you know, no worse off. Ignorance you know? Yeah, ignorance is bliss. So he didn't know. Okay, Potter. When it said, then the mission says he counted them and they're all there. A safe is going in the safe. What's the safe? He didn't know. He didn't know that it was stolen, but he counted. It's fine. That's how Rabban, that's a simple shot in the mission, but that's not how we pass him. Uh, other opinions. Shmuel Amr, if he counted them, it doesn't make any difference. He knew he didn't know. He counted them on Monday. There were 50. He counted them on Thursday. In between, it was stolen, returned. It doesn't make any difference. Same amount. Yeah, the, the, the God of is off the hook because counting alone is good enough. He's it, it, that it, that's good enough. It's he's more makele, right? He says the tani umanu When an enemy says and he counted them and they're all there, that's going on everything. Potter akul. It's going on the whole mishnah, whether he knew, whether he didn't know. If you count them on Monday, you count them on Thursday. It doesn't make any difference. If it was stolen in between, you knew, you didn't know. It doesn't make any difference. Rabbi Yochanan Amar ladas So according to the Tanakama, that when it says and you counted them, according to Rav, you counted them and they're all there, uh, then you are putter, right? The the uh, the um, Ganif is exempt. That's where it's going on the Seifa, where he didn't know. If he knew, you got to let him know. Das, Serch Das. Shmuel says no. Whether he knew or he didn't know, as long as that guy counted them, they're all there. He has no claim on the robber. Too bad. You're all there. What's your problem? Uh, Rabbi Yochanan says, Ladas, Minion Potter. If he knew it was stolen, and then he counted them on his own. That's good enough. You knew it was stolen, but you counted them. So they're all there. What's your problem? Shaloladas, if he didn't know that they were stolen, he doesn't even have to count them. If he didn't know, and the guy the guy stole it and returned it, like you say, ignorance is bliss. He didn't know. He didn't know. You don't even have to count them. You don't even need the counting. That's going on the ratio. When he knew that it was stolen, the owner knew that it was stolen. And he counted them. Okay, they're all back now. Whoever took it, the guy used it, giving him, he gave him back. If he didn't know it was stolen and the guy actually returned it, then you don't even need that. So when it says, the Yishleim is going on the ratio, when he stole it, he stole somebody, that's what, that's if he didn't count them. If he knew it was stolen and he didn't count them, then the Ganef is still responsible. The Ganef didn't count them. Yeah. If he counted them, right, then he's potter. At the beginning of the mission, I go on to he knew it was stolen, but he hadn't counted it. If he if he didn't know, you don't even need the counting at all. Again, when it says that's going on the ratio where he knew it was stolen. If he knew it was stolen and then he counted, that's good enough. So Rabbi Yochanan is really the most maker. Yeah. In other words, let's say that he steals land, right? Yeah. And he goes to the bank and says, Now here are my assets, including this bank. Right, right. Then returns the land before the guy knows about it, and so he has benefited. Well, there's no, there's no, if there's no damage to the land, and there was no change, he didn't, uh, he didn't care. Now he can take a loan against. Okay, so he could, he could obviously use it for something. Let's say the lamb uh, had some fleece. Okay, then he made a shinui in it, then he acquired it. That's all kind. Here we're talking about where he just took it and returned it. He might have gained something by it. You might say he might have made him look like a rich man or something like that. Yeah. But he didn't, there's no loss, and he didn't he didn't cause the man, and he didn't cause the owner any loss, and he didn't make any change to the physical lamb. So, so that's the third opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is really the most makele. He says if you didn't know about it, you don't even have to count it as long as they're all there. You didn't. Uh, there's no claim against the account. Rav Chista, listen, Rav Chista. Rav Chista seems the most chidush, but we see this, the halachas like Rav Chista. minion poter. If he knew about it, if he knew about it, he knew that it was stolen, and then he counted it. That's good enough. That's good enough. 
Shalolodas, if he didn't know that it was stolen, Sarachdas, you have to let him know. The Tanakama said, if you knew it was stolen, you have to let him know that it was returned, right? Uh, but if he counted him, right? But Bechitani Menuah said, Salam, Nishleim, Asefa, where he didn't know. If you didn't know and he counted him, that's good enough. Shmuel also says, if you count them, it's good enough. Rebbe says, if you didn't know, you don't even have to count them. And as long as he returned it, it's good enough. Rav Chista says, no. If he knew it was stolen, then the counting helps. Then he, And he counted it, then he's part of it. He knew it was stolen, but when he went to count it on Thursday, there were still 50 there, so that's good enough. If he didn't know that it was stolen, it's not enough to return it. Not enough to return it. He didn't know it was stolen. Ignorance is not bliss. We'll see why. Shalola uh, Das, he has to let him know. It doesn't make any difference if he counted or he didn't count them. <laughs> if he stole it and the owner did not know that it was stolen, he counted 50 on Monday, he counted 50 on Thursday. He never realized that it was stolen. It's still the Ghanav's responsibility if something happens to that lamb. Why? We'll see. Oh, if he knew it was stolen and he counted it, that's okay. But if he didn't know that it was stolen, oh good. Omarava, what's Rav Chista's reason? What kind of reason is that? My time, Rav Chista. Rav Chista says, if you knew it was stolen and then you counted, it's okay. Everything is good now. The Ghanav is off the hook. But if he didn't know, if the Ghanav took it without the owner's knowledge, he didn't know anything about it. And he returned it without the owner's knowledge. That's not good enough. You have to let him know that it was taken. Why? My time, Rav Chista. Paul Bink did not be bright, so why? Because since he has taught, he's taught the, put the animal effectively in the habit of leaving. In other words, what you've done is you've, you, by stealing it, you've got this animal used to living outside. Yeah, like you say, maybe you took him to the bank, you took him around and stuff like that. Now the animal it knows what it's like outside. The animals are taught. I heard yesterday in the news about they have wild pigs in, um, in Haifa, the big problem. So he says the wild pigs used to cause a lot of damage, but now they're used to, they're, they're really just you know rummaging for food. And now they've gotten used to living with people, so they're not as damaging because they know that when the people bring out the trash, that's their lunch, you know? So they, they got used to it. Now here, the animal got used to being outside. That's a problem for the owner. He wants his, he wants his animals to know they're stuck in the barn. Once you got used to being outside, not good. So if you took them outside, don't tell me you brought them back, that's good enough. No, you better tell me that you took it outside, so I'll be more careful next time and I'll protect them and I'll guard them better. That's yeah, it's of course it's Isaac Shane and of course it's an Isaac Shane and Nicker, but here it's Nicker. You can say, first of all, the animal hasn't been damaged. We're talking about responsibility, a showmer, right? If a showmer has responsibility, you can't say it's it was stolen, right? It was taken away. We're talking about the guy Ghana when he steals something, he's responsible for it. At that point, hey, she's like Zayla. What do you say? The Hezek Shane or Nicker? What's the Hezek? The Hezek. Okay. But this is a case of Grumma, you're causing him a damage. And we're going with the idea that you're causing him, it's Rabbani, you're causing him a damage. So again, so we have our four opinions in the Mishnah. Understand, the, the second and the third opinions are more makel. Rav says the first opinion is what? That if you knew it was stolen, you got to, if you knew it was stolen, it's not considered a good hashava, a good return, unless he lets him know that it was returned. Okay? If he didn't know that it was stolen and he counted them, that's good enough. If this says the other way, if he didn't know it was stolen, that's worse. Because if he didn't know it was stolen, I'm not going to be that careful next time, you know, guarding them, making sure they don't go out. You got him used to running around. I better guard this animal, make sure he doesn't get out. You know what I mean? If I knew it was stolen, okay, and then I counted it. Okay, I know everything is back. I knew it was stolen. But if I didn't, and, and if I knew it was stolen, I'll be more careful. But if I didn't know that it was stolen and nobody told me, 
It's not enough just to put it back. Even if I counted it, it's not good enough because I don't know now that I got to be more careful. That's that's Roshism. Says Gemara, Mir Marabach, did Rabbi really say this in defense of Roshism? Presumably he was a Talmud of Roshism and he held like him. I saw a man, Reuben saw Shimon stealing one of his animals, the Agba Imra, stealing a sheep from his flock today. But Rabbi Kali screamed at him. He says, uh, Hey, what are you doing over there? The guy left it. He saw the guy, he put it down, he ran away. He doesn't know if he returned it or not. And then the animal died or was stolen. The money. Isn't it even though even though he was counted? According to Rabbi in Ravchista, if you knew it was stolen and then you counted him, then you're then the Ganif is off the hook. Here it's Mashba that he's that he's on the hook. The Ganif is still responsible, even though it was counted. Well, no, the low money, speaking where he didn't count it. Again, Rose of Chista say that if you knew it was stolen and then you counted it, then the Ganif is off the hook. But if you didn't know that it was stolen, you're never off the hook, right? You're never off the hook. So here you wanted to say if you knew it was stolen and you counted it, if you knew it was stolen and you counted it, you're still responsible. No, it's written where you didn't count it. So that's not a kasha on Rav Chista. What Rav? Well, Rav was the simple explanation. The way we learned the Mishnah, if you didn't have the Gemara, what would you say? The Mishnah says, if you stole something and you put it back, it's not good enough. Not good enough. You got to let him know. If he didn't know, like ignorance is bliss, right? If he didn't know. Did Rav really say that? Let's say a guy of stolen and he returned it to the flock out in the, in the desert where he didn't, maybe the owner didn't know that it was returned. The owner didn't know that it was returned. Yotzer, you Yotzer. Why? Why would you be Yotzer if he didn't know it was returned? Again, Rav learns a simple shot in the Mishnah. If you knew it was stolen, you knew it was stolen. And he returned it when your shepherds were out in the desert with the animals. So you didn't know that it was returned. And you're Yotzer. According to Rav, you're not Yotzer unless you let him know that you returned it. Amrav Hanan Baraba, Moda Rav, Berkusa, Rav's Moda, this was a spotted animal. He knew it was stolen. And even though it was put out in the midbar, you could recognize it even without a count because he knew that the animal had like a simon on it. Let's say that our mission is really machlokas tanon. If you steal a, a sheep or a lamb from the flock or the selim and a kisser, you stole somebody's uh, coin from their money, money from their change purse, right? You got to return it back to the place you took it. That's good enough. Just return it back. That's good enough. Rekiva says, You have to let him know that you're returning it. Right. Savrua, we're assuming now the Kuliyam Isla Vyasak. Vyasak has a famous memory. In those days, the money was all coins, not like today when it's uh, when it's uh, plastic or paper. There's still little paper left. It's mostly plastic, right? But there's coins, right? In those days, it was all coins. And a person would always check his coins, check his pockets, you know, check how much money he had, check his purse to see what it was. So Rabbi calls that a person always knows how much he's got. He's always counting it before or after several times a day, right? My love, the das, aren't we assuming over here where the man stole a coin and the owner knew it, overplucked the Rav Shmuel. This is the machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. Rav says what? That if you returned it and you counted, if he returned it and it counted, that's good enough. Shmuel says makes no difference, right? Shmuel says it makes no difference in any case. Whether you knew or not, you uh, whether you knew or not, the money was returned. That's good enough. And what's that? Some machlokis over here between what Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Shmuel says as long as you returned it, it's good enough. Shmuel says we don't care if you knew about it, if you didn't know about it, it's good enough. Whereas whereas um, Rabbi Kiva says sarach das balam. That goes like Rob. That if he knew about it, you have to return it. So we're assuming over here where he knew about it. Why did he know about it? 
because he knows when the money's missing. You stole a coin out of his pocket, the man always feels it. He knows it's missing, right? And then when you returned it, he knew that it was returned. According to Rob, that's still not good enough. He knew it was stolen. You got to let him know. That would be like Rabbi Kiva's opinion, right? Rabbi Kiva and um, Rabbi Shmuel preceded, preceded obviously Rav and Shmuel. So the heart of this machlokus, Rav and Shmuel, is really dependent on the machlokus Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel, right? That he knew that it was stolen. According to Rav, you still have to let him know. That would be like Rabbi Kiva. According to Shmuel, that would be like Rabbi Shmuel. You don't have to let him know. Saying Mars is low, but flesh alolados. Machlokus over here is not. It, yes, in other words, there's a machlokus by selling and a kiss. Everybody could agree on that. Machlokus is by when he stole a sheep, a sheep, a lamb from the flock, and he didn't know. The owner did not know. See the change. He knows it's missing. He feels his purse all the time. But here, where he didn't know it was stolen, we plucked at the Rav Chisra Rabbi Yochanan. Maybe the machlokus is we don't know for sure. In other words, we have different opinions. Maybe the machlokus is Rav Chisra Rabbi Yochanan. What's the machlokus Rav Chisra Rabbi Yochanan? In other words, that that what that that when he didn't know, he didn't know that it was stolen. Right, according if he correct Rabbi Kiva, he didn't know it was stolen. You have to let him know. Rabbi Kiva would be like Rabbi Chista. Rabbi Yochanan says, "No, we don't care whether you knew or you didn't know if it was stolen. If it, as long as you put it back, that's good enough. We don't care." And then he counted it afterwards. Rashi says, uh, "Rashi says, Rishmol, um, Where's the Rashi? Um, Rashi is where uh, Kiva Sabra Kiva Nesa. No, no, Rashi is further above. Let's see, Rashi." Uh, yeah, Rashi's right even where we on the Gemara playing Rav Chisra Rav Yochanan. Rav Shmuel, Dama Lamakum Shigar Yachzer Rav Yochanan, Dama Shalol Adas Afilu Minyan Lotzara. Right? He says you don't even just have to return it. There was no minion over here. The animal was stolen. The owner did not know. And Rav Shmuel says just put it back. That's good enough. Put it back. You don't even have to count. That's like Rav Yochanan Shita. As long as you put it back, if he didn't know about it, just put it back, and that's the end of it. Ignorance is bliss. According to Rav Chisra, no, not knowing about it is worse. That would be like Rav Kiva. If you didn't know, you have to let him know. That's the problem. Keep You have to let him know that it was returned. Rabzvid, Amar Rabzvid. Rabzvid says, Mishmed Rav, in the name of Rav, he says, different. If, if, if a Shomer stole something from the own, from his owner, from the owner, he stole from the owner, the owner didn't know, everybody agrees, Kerebchista, that you have to let him know you stole it and put it back, because you are really a Ganav. Right? Mishmed Rav, just with the sphere of Kerebchista. Everybody holds like a Kerebchista. Because you're letting the animal get used to running around. And here the Ganav stole from the uh from the owner. Right? Everybody else like a time. You're letting the animal get used to running around, to to being out in the field. The piece of shoulder is not where it's supposed to be. He's not yeah, in that is, this is where he, he didn't steal it from his charge, he stole it from the from the balabayas. That's what we're seeing in the he stole it from his own charge. He was in charge, let's say, of 10 animals. And he took one for himself, and he told, told her that it was stolen. Now he returned it back. Everybody holds like Rav Chista. Rashi says, this Over here, where the Ganav stole from his own Rishus. And what's the question? And now he says, okay, I'll just put it back. He stole it with the intention of telling his owner that uh, it was stolen. He himself stole it. The question is, if he puts it back among his own 10 that he is in charge of, what's the rule? As soon as you stole it, you're finished with your shmir. The, guy, the owner, if he had known about it, would not let, would not trust you anymore. You're, and you're, you're not a shomer anymore in this, and you're a ganav. 
you have to let the owner know that you're returning it. Rabbi Shmuel said, no, you don't have to let him know. You just put it back. I stole it and I put it back. It's like I was in charge of animals. I stole it and I put it right back. The owner, the owner's ignorance is bliss. He doesn't know anything and you're allowed to. In other words, this machlok is, again, putting it back, we could say it's like Rabbi Yochanan and Rafista, but every, according to Rafzid, everybody holds a Rafista generally when it was stolen. But over here, it was the Shomer who took it for himself. And that's the question. But over here, it's when the Shomer himself took it. That's the question. So since uh, since he stole it, his Shmira is finished. And now, so you have to let him know. Since you stole it without the owner knowing, you're, it was in your charge. Now you have to let him know. That's like Rav Chista, right? Rav Chista. Whereas Rabbi Shmuel suffered. No, he's still a Shomer. I hold the Rav Chista in general when I stole something and the owner didn't know. But I didn't really steal it. I stole it from my own charge and I put it right back. Now, all the sheets in the Mishnah say that one way or another, by counting it, if you, if the owner counted it, that's good enough. Rav said, if he didn't know that it was stolen, but he counted them, your potter. Shmuel says, if, he, if the owner counted them and they're all there, not to worry if he knew he didn't know. Rabbi Yochanan says, only if he knew it was stolen does minion potter. If you didn't know it was stolen, you don't even need a minion. And even Rav Chista says, when does a minion happen? When he knew it was stolen. When he knew it was stolen and he counted it, that's good enough. If he didn't know it was stolen, you have to let him know because uh, otherwise he won't guard it so well. But everybody says that counting in one way or another potters up the ganaf, exempts the ganaf from responsibility. So now maybe that itself is a machlokas to I go to Chavero, I steal a dollar from you. And then then one time I was buying an item for you for it was $19. I gave you a 20. You know, I put the 20, I put it, I just, you didn't even know. I just, I gave it back to you. You didn't know. I just, you Tani Chadawan Bryce, it says, Yotza. I didn't tell you I'm giving you back the dollar. I'm giving you the $19 that I owe you for the item plus the dollar that I stole. No, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to do chuba, but I didn't want to, I was embarrassed. So I gave you an extra dollar in the purchase. One says, you go, everybody holds Again, when the money was in coins, people knew how many coins they had all the time. So he knew. So therefore, when you stole the dollar from him, he knew that it was missing. And you, when you returned it, he knew he had an extra dollar, right? My loving okay, so what's the machlok? It's the mandomer, yotza, savar, minion, poter. Okay, as long as, since he counts it anyway, that potters me up. Therefore, I'm yotze, my responsibility. I've returned the item. I've returned the dollar. Well, my silver dollar, of course. Mandomer, lo yotza. The one who says, you're not yotze, savar, minion, and poter. Minion does not, does not, discounting doesn't count. The owner knows that he was missing. The owner knows that he got it back. But counting alone doesn't pot you. have to let him know. Maybe that's machlokas here. I mean, no. If you hold like Rav Yitzchak, everybody gives me poter, like we saw in our Mishnah, that everybody holds to one degree or another minion potters. According to the Tanakama, minion potters where he didn't know. According to Rav Chista, minion potters when he did know, right? According to the other one, certainly minions potters. Everybody says minion potters. Maybe the machlokas is the holder of Yitzchak. One says, yeah, a person always counts his money, say so he knows what's missing, he knows what's got back. One says he doesn't know. So if you took a dollar from him, he doesn't know that it was missing. And you gave him an extra dollar when you bought some, so he doesn't know you returned it. That's not good enough. Yeah. In the long run. 
It's wrong about. However, the pasuk says Vaishav is exhausted gazel. You have to return it, and it's not a proper hashava. And as we saw with the lamb, there's there is there is a loss to the person by not knowing that it was stolen from him because he's not going to be there careful next time. Let's say, let's give an example. Let's say, let's say you know you're going around, you have your house, you have all your belongings. Somebody somebody came into your house and stole a piece of silver. A real ganav came in, and you know you found out about it later on. He came in, and then the silver was returned. You would be more careful now. Now you put in an alarm system, you put in bars on the windows because now you know that people can break into your house. So there is there is there is a loss there in in, in this degree. You understand? It's not that there's nobody there's nobody nobody's harm. You have been harmed. If I went into if I took your if I if I pickpocketed your wallet and I took a dollar out and the next day I put it back and then I told you about it, well, how would you feel? You wouldn't feel the same way towards me or towards your wallet. Or you, you put a you know you you guard your wallet better. No, there's no wrong. No, there's no damage there. But there is there is a, there is a, Actually, you've hurt the guy. Paper. You haven't returned him. You haven't returned it properly. You haven't returned it properly because you have to let him know. And if I didn't know about it, I found it later on. People could just come in and take stuff out of my house without me knowing about it. I need to know about it. So you have harmed him in that way. It's you're right. There's no plus. That's like you said. It's Hezek Shane or Nicker. Right? It's Hezek Shane or Nicker. But you've harmed him, and therefore you haven't done a proper return. So he says that could be maybe the machlokas is do you hold the rabbi or not? Everybody, everybody, if you, everybody says if you count it, counting is a good. That could pater. Machlokas is you hold the rabbi yitzchak. If you hold the rabbi the guy doesn't know that it was taken from that guy. Doesn't know it was returned. And if you go like a shista, everybody you have to let him know. Everybody holds the rabbi Hold the money In one case, he counted out and put it in his purse, and he's always counting his purse, as we say according to rabbi but the money, one time he put it in his hand and he just threw it into the purse without counting it so that you could tell in a certain case, you could tell he didn't count that. But normally he would hold the Rebbe And therefore, and therefore that's the difference over here. It's not that Minyan doesn't bother. In this case, you know, he didn't count because he just stuck it in his hand and he threw it into the big pot. He buys immediately the money, in case, both cases he put it into the purse. In one case, he had other money in the purse before, so he didn't, he didn't count it exact. Or the less laces after the case. If he has nothing else in his purse and you put it put some money in there, so you know exactly he knows how much is in there. In the other case, in the one case where you're not Yosef, because he didn't know that, in other words, if he would count it, that's good enough. You could say Minya counts Rabitzak, you hold the Rabitzak and a person counts what's in his wallet, and you also hold that Minyan does count, does help if he if he counted it out. But over here, he couldn't count it out because he had other money in the purse at the same time and he didn't know how much was there. He didn't know how much was in there, so it depends on the exact circumstances. But the idea at the end of the day is that we hold like Rav Chissa, that uh, if he knew it was stolen, and then he counted and he saw it's all there, so he knew it was stolen, so he'll be guarding himself next time, and if he counted and all 50 animals are there, that's good enough. That's a good enough hashava from in terms of the Gazlan, that's good enough. Uh, and uh, but if he didn't know that it was stolen, then you have to let him know that it was stolen. Not good enough to return it. Rashi said it on Aleph. Last line on on Aleph. If he didn't let him know that it was stolen, he didn't know. Then the then the Ganif is responsible whether he counted or didn't count it. When's that? When he didn't know. He didn't know anything about it. If he knew about it and and that he returned it, that's good enough. But if he didn't know that it was stolen, you got to let him know. Otherwise, the Ghanif is not off the hook.
You don't buy items from shepherds. Now, what, what items don't you buy? You don't buy tzemer. Why? Shepherds are usually hired hands, right? So you're afraid if you buy from wool from them, you know, you see a guy who, who's a shepherd for some big farm or plantation, and he's selling wool, hope, and milk, and diamond kids, you know, small uh, goats. You don't buy from them because probably they stole it from their owner. So it could be stolen goods. And from people who guard, guards who guard the fruit trees, you don't buy from them eights and pears. You don't buy from them wood or fruits because it could be that they stole it. But you could buy from women, clay summer. Women normally made, you know, they they um, broidered wool, wool, or they uh, made wool and items, clothing. You can buy from clay summer, be Yehudo, clay pishtan and flax, the galil, because it was normal for them to take their husband's stuff. And the, they did it with the, the knowledge of their husband. That was something they normally did. That's much of them. Hey, now some noses of mochus like that. They do it with an uh, understanding of their husband. So it was normal for them to sell their wares out. And calves in the Sharon. Rashi's preferred question. Sharon is like we know it's an area, uh, you know, in the, the plains of uh, near near Tel Aviv or Netanya, whatever. So um, you're allowed to buy these things from the women because they're doing it. They're not stealing it from the husband. Anybody who sells you anything and they say, listen, hide it. You know, don't show it. You know, I'll send it to you in the back of the store. You know, you come to the next store, hide it. Don't show it to anybody. Then it's awesome because obviously they're stealing. You could always buy eggs and chickens from uh, any place because apparently that's not considered an, uh, an item that's automatically stolen, even though it's easily stolen. But presumably, you know, it's very easy for people to have their own things like that. And uh, the, and, and therefore, you could assume that you can buy from anybody. You don't buy from shepherds, low, easy, not goats, below, small goats, below, you don't buy fleas, below, pollution, so summer. Pieces of wool, pieces of uh, that have been that have been uh, of fleece. Of local man, you can buy from them tfurim if they've been sewn. In other words, they've been garments. You could buy from them because that nation because those garments are their own. They're not. That's not something that they stole out in the field from the owner. Rashi says Even if they did steal the material, the wool or the flax or whatever it was, they were coming with the shinui, and he owns it now. So even if they did steal the original item, it's okay, Meishan Shalem. Look at me, and you can buy from them Chalavuk Bina Bamidbar. In out in the desert, you can buy from them milk and the cheese, because even if the owner, even if they're working for the owner, they don't usually get, you know, in those days especially, you couldn't, they didn't have refrigeration, so they could, they weren't expected to bring that back into the into the city. Below Bishop, not in the city, in the dwelling area, in the areas that are dwelling, you don't buy from them milk or cheese, because they could have stolen it from their own, from the owners. Below command. Dalvei, so listen carefully now. You can buy from them four or five sheep, or Dalvei or four or five sets of fleece. Let's say, why? Because that it's too obvious. They wouldn't steal so much. One or two, they could say, oh, there's somebody stole it, a wolf ate it, or something. But if you're going to borrow four from five, that's very obvious. It's it's very obvious it would be stolen, and they can't escape that. So if you bought four or five, obviously it's their own. Avalosh states, on Avalosh states, not two. Igmar is going to ask, what do you mean? What about three? Right, we'll get to that in a minute. Rabbi says, basis, if they're domesticated animals, local man, because then the owner knows them. In other words, if they're domesticated, the owner uh, knows about them. He knows how many he's got. So uh, so if something's missing, he'll know. I mean, Barrios, if they're out, if they're wild ones that the shepherds keep out in the field, ain't local, you don't buy from them because the owner would not know the amount and you could be, you could steal from them. We'll see in a few minutes. Is Rabbi Makel or Mahmer? Okay. Kosh, here's the general principle. Kosh, Aroa, Mofer. If the shepherd sells 
anything that he sells, and the owner would know if it's missing, then Lokoman, because then he can't see, it's not easy for the shepherd to steal it. If anything that the shepherd sells you and the owner would know about it, then you could buy from them because it's not stolen. Ain Margish man if the but if the owner would not know about it, he wouldn't feel it. So to speak, and you can't buy it. Ain Lokoman because you're afraid it's stolen. Omar Mark, Lokoman, you say you buy a stone, he's in. Understand, if you could buy four, if you could buy four because that's too obvious, he can't sell certainly you could have five. If all he had was five and he sold four out of it, that's very obvious. That's what he means. He could have some What he means is four from a small uh, from a small flock, five from a bigger flock, four or five is okay. You could buy four or five, and not three. Uh, four or five would be obvious and missing, but three may not be so obvious. Don't buy from they might be stolen. Aim is safe, then safe have a low state zone. Now you can't buy two. Hush, but you must be. You could buy three. So, if they're healthy ones, like zaftic animals, the owner would know about it if it's three. So, you can even buy three. But if they're weak ones, the owner wouldn't be so mocked about it. He wouldn't know that much. He doesn't count them, he's not looking at them so much. Then you cannot buy even three. So the four or five excludes three if they are weak ones, and the two or two or that you could buy two excludes three if they're healthy ones. Healthy ones you cannot buy uh, three, only one or two. Rabiudam or says if they're domesticated ones, then you could buy from them because the owner would know. If they're wild ones, you can't buy from them. Is Rabiu going on the ratio? Odama safe is he going on the safe Lakula? Is he being stringent or is he being lenient? And now he explains. Aresha, Christ, going in the ratio, the the Tanakama said, look, you could buy four or five because that's obvious. It wouldn't be stolen. So, Hanimili buys Maybe that's only domesticated ones. But Rabbi Yudah is saying, if they're wild ones, you can't even buy four or five. Oh, Dilma, safe, of course, you're going in the safe, or the cooler. The Amar, Tanakama said, you can't buy two because that might be stolen. Hanimili, Midboris, maybe that's only wild ones. But if they are domesticated ones, you if, and the owner would know you could buy two. So which way is it? Tashman a tiny you have a price which where you does more prefer. She says, buy sos, local man buy. So you can buy the domesticated ones because the owner would know if they're missing. They ain't local, but you don't buy the wild ones. And any place, wherever you are, local man meaning under any circumstance, you could always buy four or five, because that would be obvious and the and the uh, shepherd couldn't get away with it. Mida Omar Bakom, you can buy four or five in any place. In other words, says you can always buy four or five. It's not like the first way they say you say, is he going on the ratio on the Khumrah that the Tanakama said you can buy four or five? And reviewers come along to say that's only if they are if they are uh, domesticated ones, but not undomesticated ones. No, here he says you could always buy four or five. So four or five you can always buy. So therefore, when he makes the difference between domesticated and undomesticated, he's going on the two. It's going on the safer. The safer that said you can only you can you can't buy two. That's only what if they are undomesticated. But if they are domesticated, then you could even buy two. That's what he's going. But domesticated, you could you could buy two. So reviewed as being makel, not being machmer. And you can't buy items from guards, people who are hired to guard fruit trees. Can't buy from them. Why can't you buy from them? Because you're concerned that maybe they stole the fruits or stole the wood. Rav's oven, Shabishta Me'arisa. Rav would buy a 
bundle of twigs from an, a sharecropper. Now, a sharecropper is different than a hired worker. A hired worker gets a paycheck. He gets paid by the hour, paid by the day, and that's it. He doesn't own any fruits or any, uh, any uh, wood. Whereas the sharecropper gets, let's say, a third, whatever. The, usually it's a third. He gets a third of everything. The fruits, the trees, uh, the, the, the wood, the wine, whatever, whatever, whatever they have there, he gets a third. Only a buy about Tanan Blum Shamperos, Aesamperos. He says, You're not allowed to buy. So, so uh, Bayez said to Rob, How can you buy stuff from the uh, sharecropper? And he said, You're not allowed to be. He's also guarding. He, he, you're not allowed to buy from guards. You're not allowed to buy wood and fruits. That's only by a shomer who's, like we say, hired by the day, he gets a paycheck. He doesn't own anything in the land. The less I begufa, the Aramidi, he doesn't own anything in the land. But a Aris, a, uh, a sharecropper who owns something of the field, right? Owns something in the field. Ama bin Nafshei, because of he's selling his own. He's entitled to a third. So he's selling his own wood and fruits, and therefore I can buy from the Tanarabana. Shomer Paris, local man, Shane Yoshvin. Even though Shomer Paris, we said you can't buy from them, but if it's very obvious that they're doing it publicly, they wouldn't be stealing. They're not doing it in an underhanded way. And you could show me Paris local man Shane Yoshman when they're sitting a Mofrin and they're selling the Hassanoth name. The baskets of fruits are in front of them. The Tortimuth name. There's a scale in front of them as they're doing it publicly. They're, they're selling it like openly. You know, they've got to stand there and there's baskets and there's scales. But if any of them say Hatman, I this, they say, can you put the stuff away? Don't show it to anybody. Then it's also local man. You buy from them at the opening of the garden, or is at the door of the garden, because then it's, it's obvious, it's public. But not in the back. Just, you know, come to the back of the store. I have some stuff I got to show you. You know, that's pretty obvious. He's stealing. Itmar. Let's say the guy's a well known Goslin. He's stolen stuff in the past when he has a Goslin. But now he's turned his, uh, he's turned the corner, he's done Shuba, and now he's got a legitimate business. At what point can you buy from him? What point can you assume that you know stuff you're buying is not stolen goods? Uh, you got to make sure that most of the stuff is legitimate, is clean. And I said most of his wares are clean. You have to know that's right. You go bust a robe, and once robe is most most yeah. Well, you know, once yeah, you, uh, there's something you can say about the it's not just a bottle, but once you know most of it's clean, then you can buy them. You have to assume the best in people that even if me at Talina of this is something that he sold you, he sold you his own. Or like Rabbiuda la Ada Daila, Rabbiuda instructed uh, Ada, who was a an attendant for the Chachamim, the Shamas, uh, even if you know that some of it is legitimately his, right, uh, then you're allowed to. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to buy from him because you assume he's selling you the good stuff he's done, Shuba. Mama, in other words, you don't know that it's stolen. Right, you just know that this guy has a bad reputation. If you know it's stolen, it's not good. You can't do that, right? But if you, if if he's gone straight now, even if some of the stuff is his, you can't. It's imagine how hard it is to count. You're going to know if it's rover here. Mamon masor. What about the money of a an informer, person who tells the goyim and or tells the uh, bandits about other people's money, and you're allowed to kill such a man? You're allowed to destroy his money. In other words, the money of a person like that. You can't destroy it physically. His mom shouldn't be more stringent than his own body. 
and Rashi brings down the Gemara Chamegufa, the Kaimulam Perakshen Devarazar, the Mutlavid Gufa Vidam, you're allowed to throw a man like that into the pit, Tani Amina and the Avarazar, the Apicorsum of Masaurus, Marcel of Borbala Malin, you're allowed to kill them. So uh, maybe not directly, but you're you're putting them in a situation where their lives will be at risk. So certainly you could destroy his money. Mandamar also allowed, though, the one who says you're not allowed to destroy the money, Dilma Habile Zara Malia. Why are you destroying the money? Maybe his kids are okay. Except Yachin Russia and Sadiq Ilbush. The Russia will prepare it and the Tzadik will put it on, will wear it. Meaning, uh, many times the father could be a Russia and the son could be a Tzadik, right? The sons aren't always like the parents, right? It works both works both ways. Some father's a bad guy and his kids are worth Sadiqim. So uh, so you can't destroy his money. Rav Chista, Chista had a share proper. Rashi has two explanations. One is that he was very careful. He didn't let him, he wasn't mavatar even a little bit. Some say, another Pshan Rashi is that he took too much. He was only supposed to get a third and he would weigh out and keep for himself half. So he was cheating. So, okay, he fired him. That's what you do when you have a bad worker, right? Even a sharecropper, he fired him. Karnav Shei and Rav Chista called out about himself, quoted the Pusik, the, the assets of the sinner, right? The, the, the wealth of the sinner will be waiting for the tzaddik. He'll be looking for it. He'll be able to get it. It's, it's awaiting him. Uh, what is the hope of the flatterer, the hypocrite, Kiyifsa, when, by his gain, by what he steals? Because God will take away his soul. What does that mean? Is, what's, the, what's the point of a, of a Ghana? What are you gaining if Hashem's going to kill you anywhere? One says, what does that mean? The soul of the person who was stolen, who was stolen from. In other words, the Ganif kills the person by stealing his money. You're hurting his nefesh. You're killing him. No, that when the Gazan steals, he's hurting himself. So this is the way of all those who steal, who gain, uh, who gain, uh, uh, you know, against uh, against the law. As nefesh balavu, he takes he takes the soul away of the owner of the goods. He's stealing him. So you see that the person who, uh, the Nigzal is the one who loses his soul by losing all his assets. Gazlan, one who says, no, going after don't steal from the poor, poor person. He, does, he has very little anyway. Don't crush the Ani, the poor, the the uh, person, the, uh, the poverty-stricken person in the gate. Hashem will fight their battle. And he will steal back from those who steal from them down to the soul, meaning Hashem's going to kill, going to hurt the Gazla. So, what about the person that says you, you, you're stealing the soul of the owner of the goods, the Nixal? My Balabal the Hashta, the owner who's now, when he stole it, it's his. When he stole it, it becomes the Gazla. The one who says, that it's the nefesh of the nixal. What about the puskas v'kavas kavayim? Hashem will steal from those who steal from them nefesh. It says ma tam kamer ma tam comes. Why will Hashem kill them? Yishum the kavay nefesh because they have they have killed the the uh, the nixal. Because of that, Hashem will kill them. If you stole anything from a person, even a shavah pruta, because less than that, it's not considered stealing. If you stole anything from them, it's like you take you're taking a soul away. Mimenu. You're taking a soul away from that person. <clears throat> this is the way of anybody who steals, who, who gains uh, um, illegally. Takes away his soul. So you see, just taking his money is like taking away his soul. 
Obviously, it's not literally killing him because, like, it's like you take with Omer. Another pasuk says, "He will eat your harvest and your bread." Your 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 boys and girls, like you're t- taking killing your children. A Hamas is like a person who steals, but he pays you for it and forcibly forcibly uh, buys it from you. It's also stealing. That they spilled blood, right? That just they stole your your goods. It's like they spilled your blood. Uh, they spilled innocent blood. They hired some in their land. But Omer, another pasuk, third pasuk. El Shol, El Shol, El Beis Adamin, the house of the blood. Al Shemis is Gavonim because Shol killed the Gavonim. Now, what do we need all these psukim for? You had one pasuk. The first pasuk says a Gazan who steals is like he takes the way. It's an Ashama of the Nigzal. Maiva Omer. What does it mean? Maybe, okay, he takes away the nefesh of the soul of the nigzal, of a nefesh barb of nosev love, but he doesn't take away the, the soul of his children. Tashma, basar banav of nosev. The second passage tells us he takes away even the soul of his children. That's only if you didn't pay for it. If you forcibly bought it, you paid for it, but you took it at force, maybe then it does count. Tashma, mechamas b'nei yehuda asher shafku damnaki. Mechamas is also like spilling innocent blood, b'yaretzcham. That's where you do it by him. That directly, you literally stole it from the guy, and therefore you're taking his Hashem away and that of his kids, and even if you paid for it, you're directly doing it. I will grumble, but if it was indirect, not. Now, how do I know if I did it indirectly? Tashma, El Shol, Shol, and for the house of Lada Shol, Al Hashem, is the gun. The Shol killed the Gavonim. Now, what do you mean? Where do you find that Shol killed the Gavonim? He didn't really kill them. Elami Tosh Novi Arkan. He killed No, the city of the Khanim, all the Khanim there. Shayumasafkin, Shamaspikin, Lemaimazan. They gave water and food to the Gavonim who were who were the uh, workers, the laborers, when they built the base of Megdush, they brought the wood and stuff like that. They cut down the wood. In other words, this tells you that even if you didn't kill them directly, you killed them indirectly. You killed the people who were giving them. Food and 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 uh, drink because of that it's as if you kill them directly. All right, the Mishnah goes on. You could buy from women, buy from women. But we'll stop here. We'll leave this for tomorrow. Mr. Hashem, this Rat Hashem will make a scene tomorrow on Baba Kama. I don't want to miss that. There's a lawyer who was a gambler. He lost fifty thousand dollars. Okay, so is that a lawyer? Yes. Get ready. Oh, okay. It's something I watched on TV. Okay. There's, he stole from his client $50,000. Right. paid his debts. Okay? Right. The client never knew that he... Had and he returned the money. He returned it right away. Right, right. So what, do you, what would you do? Well, so if, if so again, if, if he... if he uh, How did he steal it? If he stole it... Away, we go... No, no, I understand. So if, uh, according to Rav Chista, uh, he, 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 he's not considered returning unless he let... It's not a proper returning unless, mm-hmm. unless, he, unless he let him know. In other words, he's damaged him in some way. You might say, yeah, but the, the money is there. Like you all yeah. said, yeah. The, the, there's a Hezek Shane and Nick, he's returned the money. There's no financial loss, but he's caused him an injury. He hasn't returned. He hasn't done his job. Because now he'll be more careful next time. In other words, he was disabled. He's prevent. He's prevent. Okay, so then he got he got punished for that. But I'm saying he hasn't he hasn't fulfilled the possibility of Zayla. That's the point. He hasn't returned the item properly. He hasn't fulfilled the possibility. He hasn't, he's done a miss. Now, because of that, even though he returned the money, even the money's there, and he counted, and it's all there. But the guy didn't know that it was didn't awesome. Know. You'll be more careful next time if you have a 
lawyer like that, you know, give a, oh, just give me the power of attorney, I'll handle it, right? You know, you don't want to do that. You know, that's how, how did the lawyer steal it? Because he had access to the money. So next time you'll know. So yes, you haven't stolen from him any money. He hasn't returned any money, he's returned the money, but you've hurt him because now he's not going to be that careful. That's the point of a fiscal.